And we can go live now to Orla who joins us from there. Orla, firstly, can I just ask you to bring us up to date with what we know is happening right now in Sevastopol? Well, information is still coming in about that, Lucy, but what we know is that Crimea is a key strategic target for Ukraine. The peninsula was annexed by Russia in 2014. Now, in recent times, Ukraine has been striking strategic targets within the peninsula and just offshore. And, of course, the key aim of the counteroffensive that is now being carried out is to cut through towards the Sea of Azov. And that would mean cutting off the supply lines that Russia currently has going into Crimea. So Crimea is a huge focus, not just on the ground now, but also from the air. There are questions about whether Ukraine can achieve that objective by the end of the winter, by the time the fighting season uh, is brought to a halt by bad weather. Some skepticism from U.S. officials that Ukraine will be able to do that. But Crimea is the biggest focus that the Ukrainian forces really have right now. Orla, it's been incredibly moving watching your reports over the past few days as you've spoken to amputees, people who have been injured in this war, been inside some of Ukraine's hospitals. But given the scope and the scale of what they're dealing with, the amount of injuries that they are dealing with, how is the infrastructure, the medical infrastructure, coping in Ukraine? Well, there are a lot of difficulties in dealing with a flood of wounded that keep coming on this scale every single day and every single night. Now, I have to say, Lucy, we don't know the exact real figure of casualties because the Ukrainians will not release that. They won't uh, allow anybody to publish the, the full scale of military casualties or indeed of military deaths. Uh, we do know that in August, uh, unnamed U.S. officials speaking to the New York Times put the figures at 70,000 dead soldiers and 120,000 wounded. Now, that seems plausible given the scale of the fighting in the hospital that we visited in the southeast, which is a major regional center. This hospital alone had received 20,000 wounded uh, since the full-scale invasion. And bear in mind that almost all of the patients who are sent to that hospital are the very worst cases, the most seriously ill. So that is a centre where there are hundreds of doctors, six different uh, hospital buildings, 50 surgeries, 50 operating theatres, I should say, working around the clock day and night. And they told us that really wasn't enough to keep up with the volume of patients they receive. Every single night there are 50 to 100 more coming in from the front lines. And quite a number of those arrive with amputees that were all, with amputations rather, that were carried out in desperate conditions in the field very hurriedly uh, to try and save their lives. So some of those amputations have to be redone uh, when the patients are brought to the hospital. Yeah, incredibly difficult for all. Orla, thank you so much for joining us and for your amazing reporting over the past few days.